Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. And quit sending me the uh, GIF of Princess Leia in her bikini. It's very distracting. I'm trying to work. All right, let's go to the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline and talk to Barrett Salee. What's up, buddy? How are you? She's getting her star. Yeah. Yeah, she I'm is. I'm great, today. y'all. How, how are y'all? We're good. We're good. Uh, posthumously. I want my star before I'm dead, Barrett. I don't know about you. I would, too. Yes. Uh, are you a Star Wars guy? Uh, I am not. Actually, you'd think uh, somebody who has a wife who's a travel agent that specializes in Disney uh, would be very into Star Wars, but... When we go to Star Wars land and, and Hollywood studios, I have no idea what these people are talking about. And I maintain that Star Wars' greatest contribution to our society is giving Mel Brooks the reason to make baseball. That's the only saving, redeeming quality that Star Wars has. You and our morning show host, Roger Scott, who apparently has never seen a single Star Wars movie but has seen Spaceballs multiple times. I don't know how you find Spaceballs as funny as you should if you don't aren't familiar with the Star Wars universe, though. Well, I mean, think about this. Like, I've watched the first the first three, I guess the middle three now, whatever you want to yeah, call it. Yeah, sure. The first ones that existed. Okay. So I've seen those. You've seen enough. Baseballs came out after those. So. Yeah, you're right. You've seen enough. Roger's seen none of them, so I don't understand how he finds it as funny as he should. Like, uh, you know, John Candy playing um, whatever it's called. The Chewbacca. The Chewbacca I mean, knockoff. Yeah, yeah whatever. Bar, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. Uh, it is a good flick, though. I do like it. And it was, uh, what was the actress's name in there that plays the Leia-like character? Daphne, Daphne, Daphne Zuniga. Zuniga. Yes. She was, oh. she was on, was she, she was on either 90210 or Melrose. I think she's a Melrose girl. She's so lovely and talented. Anyway. Very talented. Let's talk some football. Uh, another good year for the SEC. And Georgia is now, I guess we're going to call Philly Georgia's North? I don't know. What are we doing there? The Eagles uh, obviously like what uh, what's happening down with the Bulldogs. Well, I mean, recreating that 2021 defense is not the worst idea, not the worst strategy in the world. So, yeah, I mean, I, I think that why not? It's a great idea, and honestly, it flies in the face of everything the Falcons do because it seems like the Falcons are allergic to drafting anybody from the from the uh, Georgia Bulldogs, and that is a big, big problem and a big talking point down here in Atlanta. Uh, but, I mean, look, it, that defense had stars everywhere. So why wouldn't you want to have all of them on your team, especially because they know each other mm-hmm. and have played together? So I'm I'm all for it. In fact, I was talking to some Georgia people, friends of mine, during the draft, and they were like, yeah, I, I absolutely hate the fact that Philly is likable. <laughs> and uh, I get it. I understand it. The Jalen Carter pick, you know, again, I think a lot of us were surprised that he fell as far as he did. Coach Kelly was in with us yesterday, and he's like, I had him, you know, maybe number one. I mean, he's, I didn't have a pick, probably the number one overall pick. But, uh, you know, obviously there's a little baggage there, but I think that's a, if you're going to do risk reward, that's a pretty good risk to take. Well, yeah. And the thing about it is, okay, even before the car wreck, the car wreck was horrible, right? I mean, Mm -hmm. it was just awful. It's a tragedy, all that stuff. But even before the car wreck, there were reports that he had massive character issues. Todd McShay said it, like, during the playoffs, that he had character issues. And yet nobody really told him, told us what they were. They, they were just <laughs> like, oh, he's got character issues. Well, what are they? Right? Like, I, I'm, I'm cool if he, like, if he does 
that's a problem, and and I get it. But what are they? And nobody seems to ever be able to answer that question. Um, and, and when the when the car accident happened, okay, yeah, you, you kind of saw you know some things that that he did or didn't do, kind of sketchy, and you know, okay. But what else is there? And, and I, I still don't. We don't have the answer. I still don't think anybody's answered that question. Hmm. Is he? Is he in trouble? Is he going to serve time, or is he going to be charged? What, what's going on with that? No, I mean he's he's not. I mean it's not from his perspective. You know that the charges or, or the issue, issue incident, whatever, aren't terribly serious. But you know, yeah, I mean I think that he's going to get into some trouble, but nothing that like means significant jail time or jail time at all or anything like that. But mm-hmm. um, again, that was after we heard that he has character issues, hmm. and so I mean I. I don't know. I don't get it. If I, if I'm any of the what nine teams that passed on him, I would be I would be concerned that that's going to come back to haunt you for sure. What do you think of Drew Sanders' uh, draft spot, and how do you how do you expect him to sort of transition to the next level? Well, I mean, he's a leader, right? I, I thought I would have drafted him much higher um, because he, you know, obviously Arkansas defense wasn't necessarily great last year, but it wasn't what? his fault. You know, he was. <laughs> he wasn't the he wasn't the guy who who had the issues. So, I I would have I thought he was going to be a first round pick. Uh, yeah, but he's you know in terms of success at the next level, you know I think he's going to he's going to be around for a very long time. He might not get the pub of being like a superstar, uh, but he didn't get that at Arkansas. So I, I think that's that's kind of where he fits in. Bumper Pool is the most productive tackler in Arkansas history. Obviously, COVID helped that a little bit. Do you see him hanging around the league for a while, or you think he's a guy that doesn't make it too long? I think he'll he'll, he'll bounce around a little bit. I, you know, I think that there were some, some questions about, you know, his athleticism and how it's going to translate to the pro game. I mean, okay. I, I understand when, when scouts kind of get enamored with, with numbers and, and measurables. I don't necessarily agree with all of them. Specifically at quarterback, especially this year, but I think it's he's one of those guys who I think is going to bounce around quite a bit. And if he finds a home, then he can be a star. I just he's going to have a hard time, I think, convincing GMs for for, for investing in him long term. But I think he's going to bounce around quite a bit and have a great career, and make millions of dollars, and you know if, that, if that's if that's what your pro career is, that you're doing something right. The college football playoff committee came out with their dates for the uh, future. Uh, what, what do you think about the uh, the times that they've uh, chosen to play their quarterfinals, semifinals, and, and championship game? Well, I mean, there's no good answer, right? Like they're they are kind of stuck doing what they have to do if they want to avoid the NFL as much as possible. And the, the Saturday, Sunday, in the first round, or Friday, Saturday, I should say, uh, I believe those NFL games are on NFL Network. So there's there's that added benefit, but I think what gets lost in all of this, guys, is yeah, the first two years are going to be very weird. You're stuck with the schedule, but then ESPN's contract is up, and I think all of us sort of expect an, an NFL type deal in terms of playoff broadcasting rights with you know uh, Fox, ESPN, you know CBS, NBC, whatever. And so at that point, it becomes a network problem. Right? It's not, it's not a playoff problem. It's a network problem. They, they've invested in this. They're not going to run these games up against the NFL, but they're going to want to get exclusivity and, and have 
everybody see all of their, you know, their investment. So the first two years are going to suck because it's ESPN. They're the only ones that have the deal. But beyond that, I wouldn't wouldn't worry about it too much. The networks are going to have the problem. They're going to have to figure it out, and they're going to figure out figure it out in ways that I think make makes the playoff games in the NFL as as successful as possible. Talking to Barrett Lee from CBSSports.com on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. Uh, we are all confounded. West threw out some wild theory because none of us had any theories that made any sense whatsoever about the Big 12 planning to play games in Mexico. Uh, football in Monterey, Mexico City for men's basketball. Can you help me understand this, Barrett? Because I'm completely lost. I don't necessarily understand it either, to be honest with you. I think, I guess the idea is to. Um, to, to spread the Big 12 market south and, and sort of make the northern part of Mexico, you know, what Texas is in terms of eyeballs. Because, I mean, that's there are a lot of people down there. But I just – I don't see it. You know, Larry Scott talked about this with China back when he took over the Pac-12. And not only did it really not happen, it, it never really, you know, was it, it never really became a thing other than – when UCLA went over there and uh, one of the ball guys got arrested, it just it's, to me it's 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 a pipe dream. It's expanding something that really is not going to resonate in in Mexico. So um, you know, I know the NFL does it with their game in Monterey. I think they play in Mexico City this year, uh, but I mean, I, I don't understand the point. I just don't get it. Yeah, unless they're going to add like Mexico City University as an expansion school, I don't get the thinking at all does not make sense to me. Yeah. Uh, we want yeah, to go play I the mean, Monterey Bulldogs as part of our Big 12 schedule this year. Let's go. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess it might get some, some TV money from Mexico, whatever whatever network it's on. And next, I don't know what the Mexican networks are. But, I mean, maybe that's the thought process. But we, don't we don't either. <laughs> right? I know. I'm very confused. Okay. All right. Uh, good stuff, Barrett. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. And uh, we'll talk to you in a couple weeks. All right, thanks, Will. All right, see you, buddy. All right, Barrett Salee, CBSSports.com.